You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back, everyone, to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago Office of Catholic Schools, and I'm joined remotely by my co-host, Ronnie Faison, who is the principal at St. Francis de Sales High School in Chicago. We're broadcasting to WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. For this next segment of our show, we are very happy to welcome Principal Darlene Potenza from St. Zachary's School in Des Plaines. And Darlene's going to share with us a little bit about the ECLIP program at her school. And just a little bit about ECLIP. The Archdiocese of Chicago has partnered with the University of Notre Dame's Alliance for Catholic Education on a pilot program called Early Childhood Language Intensive Program, or otherwise ECLIP. This is the first year of this pilot language program across 10 Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and St. Zachary School happens to be one of those schools. Darlene, are you there? Welcome to the yes, show. Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Great. Nice um, to see you. I know we just chatted on the phone two or three days ago, yes, <laughs> but nice to did. see you. Great. Um, we're having a great time with our Eclip program. Um, we did it a little differently this year. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we do our language intensive program in both Spanish and Polish. Um, so when we look at our language intensive program in the preschool, we teach the students in either Polish or Spanish during a half hour period every single day. We alternate it so that our students that are half day uh, children can also get um, that exposure. But during that half hour, they are uh, spoken to and worked with only in that native language. That's a pretty big deal and a heavy lift, I think, for students and for teachers too, who might not be used to that instructional experience. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the context of how St. Zachary got involved with ECLIP um, and just how you got interested in it from the get-go? Well, looking at our demographic in our area, we do have a lot of Polish uh, people in our parish. But in addition, we are a very big melting pot over in St. Zachary. So one of the things that we wanted to do through Renew My Church is to look at how can we address all the different languages. So looking at our Renew Right Church grouping St. Stephen's and St. Mary's and our, uh, the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, they all have a large Spanish contingent. So we decided let's look at how we can address both the Polish community um, that is our immediate and our Spanish community of our Renew My Church grouping to bring us all together. This was one way I felt we could bring it into our school a little bit closer. So that's how we've been uh, working with it. Principal Potenza, is there um, an option for students to opt in and opt out or are all students included in the program? They can opt in and opt out. So we have one uh, eclip program uh, classroom and we have one that's non eclip program. So they, the parents can choose whether they would like to be in the eclip classroom and then they get to choose the language that they would like them to, whether they want to learn the Polish or they want to learn the Spanish, or they just choose to be in the 
a regular preschool program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's it's fascinating. Really, I just think it's an amazing opportunity. All the data says, right, that when you expose kiddos to, to language early on, that you just see such a return on their ability to problem solve and critically think and all these things. Um, and so uh, is there a, an age where at that point you are saying, you know what, if you've gotten to fifth grade, we can't do it, right? But is it first grade or like at what point can they opt in at that point? Currently, we're at, we're at the preschool. This was our first go around with this and we're looking to expand it to our kindergarten for next year. So we're working with Notre Dame to, to see what are some ways we can actually accomplish this within the next year. So that's kind of where we're at right now. We do, however, offer Spanish preschool through eighth grade um, for all of our classes. So they do, they still are um, taught the language, just not in, as an intensive program as Eclipus. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Darlene, what kind of supports is Notre Dame providing to you to help you and to help your teachers and just to give resources for this kind of intensive language program? They've been fantastic. So they have been mentoring my teachers. Um, my teacher meets with another teacher from another school that's also in the program, mm -hmm. and they go through the curriculum. The curriculum was provided, additional books. Also through the districts, I've been getting help with, okay, here's some of the supplemental books that we can give you. So we've been working with our surrounding districts to make this really fly for us. And so far, so good. We've been doing really well. It's amazing. Our parents are like, they're being introduced to things that they didn't know, and their kids are teaching them. Um, I haven't spoken Spanish in quite a few years and going in the classroom. The kids are like, this is Potenza. We're going to teach you this. And they go ahead. They are just loving it. So it's just phenomenal to come in there and see what they what they can accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. I also think it's so powerful that you're making their culture a part of the work that you do every day, right? Um, and that they get to celebrate that. And you're telling the families, this is a, this is the core of who we are as a school. So I think that's so great. Um, is that one of the reasons as you kind of conceptualize being a part of the pro program that you thought, okay, this is, I want to make that connection. I want to make sure that my community is part of it. Right. We're one big family here, but we want to celebrate everybody, all their differences. So that's one of the things that we look at is what can we do to celebrate everybody's differences as part of our family? Love that. Yeah. I love how you um, brought in. The kids are adorable. They, they go to church. They sing songs, um, church. They've learned prayers in church. Um, as long as, you know, additional classroom activities, they do poems, all kinds of fun experiences. Yeah, it's Melissa, great. she has to invite us down. We got to see this. I'm excited. <laughs> I love that you brought Renew My Church into the experience. I just, I don't know that I would have went there as a school leader about that, but it's a great way to take that experience of renewal and a call to growth and to talk about how you can do that in school in an inclusive way and invite members of the entire grouping community into the school space to learn and to celebrate each other's culture. So that's really great. And, um, you know, something I wouldn't have thought of, but really kudos to you for, you know, being that creative thinker in your community about how, how your school can really embrace that with the Renew My Church spirit. So that's awesome. Thank you. Father Sanchez has come and celebrated masses with us from the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe. We're planning to go um, do some retreats over at the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe um, next year, you know, once things settle down a little bit with the COVID experience that we've all been through. Mm -hmm. But these are things that we are all looking forward to building our community and making it stronger and as inclusive as we can. 
So you're working with Spanish and Polish right now. I'm curious, just curious, if you're thinking of onboarding any potentially new languages as part of the Eclipse experience in coming years. I would not be opposed to it. I just know what I can accomplish right now successfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just need to take it a little slower. <laughs> For sure. It's a big undertaking. And I just wonder, I mean, you know, we always talk about tier one interventions, right? Like, let's say we find a kiddo who's not being successful in a particular program, Sorry, right? Donna, you froze on me. Are we okay now? Yes, you I are. Try again. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just wondered, right, um, as far as like tier one interventions, let's say if we find a kiddo who's struggling with some, you know, with some of the language pieces and, and are, is there a process for supporting them and then figuring out whether the dual language is, it continues to be a fit? It would. We would look at that as far as our teachers, they work individually. We do have small class sizes. So when we're working in small groups, our teachers are looking at that. And they're, they're addressing, you know, if it's something that we see that they're struggling with, we will take a step back, okay? But it's a very fluid situation. I love that. Absolutely. You know, I'm thinking about um, my prior experience as a teacher in the Middle East. I was in the Middle East for four years teaching in an Arabic speaking community, and I don't speak Arabic, but the school that I was teaching at taught English and French to their smallest, smallest students. So Darlene, you're reminding me about um, the importance of language learning for our earliest learners. And for everybody, but I just recall leaning on the kindergarten and first grade, second grade students to help me with my own language barriers because they were trilingual at that early age, which is really fascinating. And I always was hopeful for our own schools and students that they could have that opportunity to absorb languages and to have that skill set as they move into their young adult years. So that's fascinating and a huge gift that I think you're providing your, your community and your students. It's been a phenomenal experience. The kids love it. The kids are always excited to share what they have learned. Just the excitement when you walk into that classroom. That's what is palpable within the school. So are the kiddos, do they ever, because um, I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to visualize what that looks like, right? So we have um, three different classrooms, I would assume, right? Um, two track, we have, one. We have two different classrooms. Okay. So in the one classroom, they do not participate in the Eclipse classroom, in the Eclipse program. The other classroom does have the Eclipse program, which I have a teacher that speaks Polish and a teacher that speaks Spanish. So when it's that when it's Eclipse time, they divide into one rug area, the other rug area, and they do their thing simultaneously. They do different activities, and they may just do the same activity in a different language. In my mind, all I hear is like a beautiful like song of like Polish and Spanish and English. Like that's all I hear is, is I think that's so cool. It is. it is. And even like when we um, were celebrating um, the Virgin Mother, the kids were singing songs in both Polish and Spanish for the Virgin Mother. They made, they all made a flower to put at the uh, feet of the mother, a paper flower, and then they sang their songs. Oh I shared... Gosh. A video of actually I can see it at the top of my screen yeah, look at that. of them doing it in Spanish. <laughs> Fantastic. Potenza, I feel like I miss my calling. I, I the littles they get me every time. They just come, do. Come down anytime you want to visit us. <laughs> oh my gosh. They, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. They it are adorable. Is, it is adorable. And with that beautiful image on the front of our screens, we are gonna pause for a few minutes and take a break, but stay with us. There's more Catholic schools today coming your way. 
At Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse, inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. Welcome back everyone to Catholic Schools Today. I'm Melissa Link from the Archdiocese of Chicago Office of Catholic Schools, and I'm joined remotely by my co-host, Ronnie Faison, principal at St. Francis de Sales High School in Chicago. We're broadcasting on WNDZ Radio 750 AM, as well as streaming on our YouTube channel, Catholic Chicago. We're also here welcoming back our guest, principal from St. Zachary School, Darlene Potenza who's telling us a little bit about the ECLIP program, which is the Early Childhood Language Intensive Program in partnership with the University of Notre Dame's Alliance for Catholic Education. Um, and we're learning a lot about the great advantages and huge gifts that learning languages for our small, small children in our Catholic schools are. And before break, Darlene, you were sharing with us um, some video and some commentary about um, the kids singing in Polish and in Spanish for the Blessed Mother, which is so awesome and such a beautiful image. Um, but we're also wondering, in addition to that, are there any other lessons or any other experiences with the Eclip program um, that you've really, really enjoyed so far this year? 
just the, the, watching them learn how to answer questions and how to take ownership of their own learning. Um, and they will teach you. They have no problem teaching me how to say my name in either Polish or Spanish. Um, they, their love for learning is just so evident with these kids. Um, they go home and tell their parents and then their parents are telling me, do we have a Spanish class or that that I can take? Because I need to brush up on my Spanish from <laughs> high school. And I'm like, well, guess what? <laughs> We're, they'll start teaching you. So it's expanding not out not only in our classrooms, but to the families um, that we are, are servicing and helping. Yeah, that's great. You know, we also heard, Darlene, that um, St. Zachary hosted an event to benefit refugees from Ukraine, which is such an important um, activity for our students and such an important issue to keep at the forefront of our prayers and of our mindfulness in our school communities. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that event to support refugees from Ukraine? Yes, uh, it was a couple Sundays ago. We um, partnered with St. Michael um, in the city, uh, I'm sorry, St. Joseph the Bethroad um, in the city off of Cumberland. They are a U Ukrainian Orthodox church and they sent um, some singers to do a choir performance for us. Our students started with a prayer service and then the choir joined in and was able to um, do some performances. And they did some of the um, traditional Ukrainian um, songs all the way to um, different governmental songs that they um, were able to share. I love that. I, I just think it's such an important thing for us to come together as a community and let everyone know that this is what we're called to do uh, as Catholics, right, is, is, is to come forward and help those that need us the most. Um, Anna Cirilli, the principal at St. Nicholas uh, Cathedral School, um, I, I watch her doing amazing work, right, to support her community in, in this time where they need her. Um, and so, Firstly, thank you. Um, and I think you're just setting a wonderful example for your students of it's time for us to go to work. Let's go to work. Um, and, and I think that's that's just a great piece of what you're what you're instilling in your babies. The parish um, raised over twenty thousand dollars. It's our it's one of our uh, Lenten missions um, for this year was to raise money for the Ukraine. And wow. they've raised over twenty thousand dollars. So this is a community that loves people that want to help in any way they can. And they always step forward for service. That's great. That's yeah, really I, cool. I adore it. I adore it. I think it's a, w a wonderful message and an amazing example that you're setting for your students. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to see what work, right? We go to church and we do these things, but what does it look like to be to be Catholic, right? To, to, to carry that Christian mission, that God-centered mission in the work that we do. And, and I think that's a wonderful example of this is what we can physically do every day, right? Is, is change the world by 1% because 1% change is still change. Um, and even in, in the way that you're, you know, embedding this programming into your school, you're saying, yes, we're different. We're also exactly the same, right? And I think that that, that message of unity is really special. Exactly. Our upper level um, students are always looking for ways to do service for others. It's something that they work really hard on and I'm so proud of them for doing that. So let, let, as we think of the future for, for your language program, um, what, what does that look like for you? In a perfect scenario, all goes your way. What, what is your hopes for your school? 
Ideally, I would love to see it progress all the way through my grade levels. Um, so we're working to see little by little. Let's start with with preschool. Let's move it to kindergarten. Let's keep expanding it to see that, you know, everybody is celebrated here, that everybody is unique, but everybody is part of our family. And that's one thing that our students really take to heart is we are, we are one family. We are all one family under God. That's so great. And one of the best parts of our Catholic schools, I think, is we have that community feel and that sense of inclusivity and respect for cultures and, um, you know, ability to share who we really are with people and know that we'll be respected and loved for that because we are um, sons and daughters of God, which is fantastic. I wonder, um, you know, when I asked Lynn Letourneau in our last segment, Darlene, what are some of your biggest dreams for your students? Some of the biggest dreams that you have for them as they learn languages, as they engage with other people, and as they move forward as young adults, what do you hope for them? My hope for them is that they follow their dreams, that they can attain, and that they're happy. Their biggest, my biggest goal is to see them happy in whatever they want to accomplish, um, and I want to make it an integral part of their life that they're happy because they're going to bring that happiness to others. So that's one thing we work really hard on is what are we thankful for? What are all the gifts that we've received from God? And how do we share those with the broader community? Once we get our students to think that way, they will move forward and they will change this world, which is what we really want. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know Easter is coming up for you. Um, Darlene, and I don't know if spring break is coming up for you too, but there's a little break happening. Um, I hope you're intending some good rest for yourself and um, some good break from from the hamster wheel of school life. Is there anything coming up for the St. Zachary community for the rest of the year or over spring break that you're looking forward to? Well, we, we have an Easter egg hunt on the uh, 16th at 10 o'clock. Come out and join us. Um, we've got over 1,200 Easter eggs that we'll be hiding wow. in the field. Um, so that's one thing. Tonight we have a fish fry um, in our PLC. So we have over 140 some people coming for the fish fry. So we've got lots of activities going on. And currently our seventh and eighth graders are in Springfield um, with uh, Dr. Sinman's uh, students. So we are looking at ways to make sure that even though we have small class sizes, we have the experiences and we will figure out ways to make things happen. And anytime you add Dr. Cinnamon into the whole mix, right? <laughs> she's just fantastic. She, she, and I, she, she and I, I just adore her. Um, we have a dream one day that she and I will open a school together and then everybody's in trouble because we're just a blast <laughs> in the glass together. But um, she's fantastic. Um, but I love that. I just think you got so many things that are embedded in your community that are just so special. Um, and, and that's why I love Catholic school, you know, and I think that's so uh, I, you can't you can't force me to go anywhere else. This, this just feels good. <laughs> Correct. Awesome. This is my 25th year with the Archdiocese of Chicago, so I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> so you owe us 25 more is what you're saying, right? Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to it and want to give you a big thanks, Darlene, for joining us today. If our listeners Thank want you. to learn a little bit more about St. Zachary, can you share um, some contact information or the website that they can visit? Sure. Please join us at uh, St. Zachary School. We're at 567 West Algonquin Road in Des Plaines. Our website is stzacharyschool.org. And please reach out to me, dpotenza at stzacharyschool.org, for any more information. 
Great. Thank you very much, Principal Potenza. We're going to wrap it up for today. Ronnie and I are so grateful that you can join us for this edition of Catholic Schools Today. We wish you a very, very blessed Holy Week. We wish you a joyful Easter. For those of you going on spring break, we hope you have a restful and um, really memorable spring break with whatever you have on your schedule to do, even if it's sleeping in and enjoying your time off. We hope you do that and rejoin us again next month for our um, our May edition, our end of the school year edition of Catholic Schools Today. Thanks for being here. Thank you. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.